The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Healthy Living Intuitively with Dr. Mona Lisa is for educational purposes only and is not intended to provide a physician-patient relationship, give diagnoses, prescribe treatment, or do psychotherapy. Please contact your healthcare provider to obtain treatment. Discover your body's natural ability to heal. Welcome to Healthy Living Intuitively with Dr. Mona Lisa. Have you ever suffered from problems with reflux, heartburn, eczema, hot flashes? Have you ever felt like your body was on fire with shakiness, irritability, insomnia, brain fog? If you've ever been told that you have inflammation somewhere in your brain and body, today's your day because we're going to discuss My body's on fire, the inflammation situation. In today's world, it's very common to have people say, oh, I have problems with inflammation. Oh, I have to get supplements or remedies for my inflammation. What is inflammation? Drives me crazy. Today's show is going to change your life because it's going to teach you how to use mind, body, medical intuitive solutions to handle inflammation. When you have chronic inflammation, your body's normal response of handling fire is out of control. And when it gets out of control, it damages healthy cells, tissues, and organs. And this can handle, this can create a variety of diseases from head to toe. Bones, arthritis, joints, Skin, eczema, psoriasis, hair, alopecia, second center, chronic UTIs, prostatitis, vaginitis, anything with an itis at the end, third center, proctitis, third center, reflux, colitis, once again with the itis, Fourth center, bronchitis, see, you're getting adrift, asthma, coronary artery disease. Fifth center, sore throats, gingivitis, eyes, blepharitis. Sixth center, dementia, accelerated aging. 
in seven center cancers, a variety of them. There's once I saw a study in New England Journal of Medicine. There's a continuum between inflammation and cancer. Go figure. And there's a continuum between dangerous inflammation and normal inflammation. Now, what is that? There's all we need inflammation. There, every cell in our body has acid in it, lysozyme. Lysozyme. It's the kind of acid that you're, it's like water balloons. Your cell will explode and throw a bag of acid in the situation that it's, it's necessary. So when is that necessary? A white cell will throw a bag of acid on bacteria, viruses. When you get an injury, you'll rip up tissue in a cut or you'll break a bone. These cells will come in, these tissue cells, and they'll throw a little acid, kind of like um, used to be less oil or some cleaning agent, that removes all the old broken tissue from the area, vacuums it up, so that new tissue can be brought in. So actually, inflammation helps set fire to areas in your body that need to be removed. And in fact, in our body, we do have programmed cell death. It's called apoptosis. Programmed, that is, meaning that it's like highway repair. We're supposed to remove things so that new things can grow, new cells. Bones are replaced constantly, just like every summer. It's annoying because there's a new road construction and we have to wait on time. Our body has constantly people who are repairing. And that requires inflammation. However, sometimes our DNA gets out of control. And just like it feels like the inflammation is getting constantly stuck on, inflammation keeps going and going and going. Like a street that they constantly feel like they're working on. When they could just stop, why do they have to keep working on that street? You're convinced that they're working on that street just because they want to keep people employed. And the same thing with your body. Why do those cells need to keep being employed to break down that tissue. Well, every illness or disorder is disordered inflammation is always in part due to diet that you could be having inflammatory or oxidant tissue. That's why we take antioxidants. Diet, the environment. There could be things in our environment free radicals cause inflammation in our body. Diet, the environment, genetics. Some people lack some anti-inflammatory mechanisms in our body, nitric oxide and other 
molecules in our body are antioxidants. We have them in our body. But every illness is an emotional intuitive component. And various anger, sadness, constant anxiety in our limbic system goes through a hypothalamus, goes through our adrenal gland, and changes our immune system, our hormone system, so that it alters inflammation. So medical intuition will let us know when something in our life is out of balance, when an emotion is stuck on, that we are constantly anxious, angry, or sad about something, and it's triggering an inflammatory response. In our body, we have a, it's like a dashboard. In our car, we know when something's about to break down, the light will go on. I hate the lights. Don't you hate the lights? One of them will say we're low on water. The other one will say we're going to have electrical problem, and so on and so on. But in our brain, we have intuition and emotion that lets us know when something in us or someone around us is out of balance. And we take that to our left brain and, so we can name it and then figure out what we do about it. And then we can move on. However, sometimes we don't, we can't do that. It would change a relationship. It would change money. It would change our family. It would change our job and so on. Yada, yada, yada. So we put it out of our mind. We don't think about it. This doesn't exist. So that intuition has to go down in our body and become medical intuition. That intuition warning us has to become medical intuition. That anxiety, that nameless discomfort, that irritation goes down into our body. And it transforms the molecules into inflammation. And a brush fire starts. First a few embers, then a fire breaks out, and then it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And there are mechanisms in our body to put it out. Nitric oxide, all kinds of other things. However, our liver can eat up the products of inflammation from our immune system and put the fire out. Whether it's the products of killing bacteria, viruses, eating up tissue, and so on and so on, those products go to our liver and they are neutralized. But if you have a lot of other toxins in your life, or you're stressed from cortisol that uses up liver enzymes and you can't handle it. And it exceeds your capacity and so you get backed up. And so those molecules of inflammation build up in your blood, build up in your blood, build up your blood, and it causes something called delirium, brain fog. Delirium or brain fog is when our chemistry gets imbalanced for so many different reasons you can't even begin to know, but you just know something in your world and your body is messed up. So the idea is you have to take a fearless inventory where the inflammation comes from. Because just saying I have inflammation somewhere in my body and taking antioxidants, anti-inflammatories, even steroids or even biologics isn't helpful. 
because frequently antioxidants and anti-inflammatories aren't specific enough, and steroids for too long can cause problems, and biologics have a lot of side effects, and so on. So it's important to know where the inflammation is coming from and what the medical intuition is behind it, because you can't do anything about your genes and you can only do so much about your environment. Perfect design environment of inflammation building up is COVID. It's a virus, your body tries to fight it. And when it stays stuck on, it produces cytokines. And cytokines are the byproduct of your body trying to fight fire with fire. However, our body eventually learns how to create tolerance to whatever is bothering us, and that puts out the fire. It's only when we avoid things in our world, whether it's increasing number of allergies, increasing environments where people annoy us, we lose our capacity for tolerance. In this situation now, where there's more and more viruses, bacteria, allergies, and so on, people's immune systems, we try to remove all kinds of ways in which our body can get inflammation. And remember now, some inflammation is good because we have things in our body that put it out. T helper cells turn on inflammation and T suppressor cells turn it off. And that's an important dynamic. The fire starts, the fire goes out. You have to have both. You can't just avoid ever catching fire. So at the beginning of the pandemic, I completely stayed in my house thinking, I'm not going to get COVID. I'm not going to get an infection. Within two weeks, I saw an infection because I know what happens to me. And what happens to me is I get autoimmune illnesses, which is the same as anyone else. You can get an allergy, you get an infection, and you can get autoimmune. The safety and security of our life is about safety in numbers. It's not avoiding bacteria, viruses. It's having sense of safety and security in all seven areas, family, relationships, money, work, parents and children, having a voice in the world, intellectual development, spirituality, and purpose in life, all seven chakras. If you just avoid everything because you're afraid of being inflamed, it doesn't work. So there I am at home, don't want to get COVID, and then I get an infection and it spreads through my nose ulcers out to the skin of my eye and then the tissue going down my face and it begins to become cellulitis, fleshy new cellulitis. And my doctor says, you got to come in the ER. This could kill you. And I went, I'm not going to the ER. I could get COVID. And he said, you could die of this more than likely you got died of COVID. The point of the matter is it's one thing to avoid a virus. It's another thing to wear a mask, and we're not getting political in here. But eventually, we have to find ways, safe ways, whether it's Zoom, Facebook, whatever, of having people in our life. Safe distance people. 
Because having no one in your life, having few contacts in your life, is equivalent to the health effects of being morbidly obese and smoking 13 cigarettes a day. That means that having nobody in your life creates as much inflammation as having the cancer risk of smoking 13 cigarettes a day or the inflammatory capacity of being morbidly obese. The point of the matter is, with its intenerate heart disease, stroke problems, my point is we need to balance the normal inflammation in our body that clears fire, that clears pathways of movement so that we can build tissue, grow new cells with the bad inflammation that creates illness. We can learn to have a healthy immune system that makes us resilient to things in our environment, but also tolerant to things in our environment, knowing that we are strong and capable of surviving challenges. I'm Dr. Mona Lisa, and we're talking about my body's on fire, the inflammation situation. If you want to know more about the solutions to today's show, you want to go to my Facebook, Dr. Mona Lisa, Instagram, Dr. Mona Lisa 1, or Twitter, Dr. Mona Lisa 2. If you want a reading today, you can call 816-251-3555 within the U.S. and Canada. And remember, unityonlineradio.org is live, live every Wednesday, 4 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Eastern. Or you can get this show on your favorite podcast provider, provider as well as join the live show with a question every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Central Time. But remember, if you want a private reading, if you can't get on the line today, you can call 207-846-6475 or go to my website, drmonalisa.com, for a one- or two-hour reading. If you're interested in a seven-day class, Every year, I have a seven-day class, a summer camp of sorts. And yes, it went on last year, last summer. In the midst of COVID, we wore masks. We were socially distanced by 20 feet. That was when you had to be six feet. Everybody gets a negative COVID test, and everybody gets their own umbrella, their own table, and their own chair. We will go to Chris49. I'm Dr. Mona Lisa. How can I be of help? Hi, how are you? I'm okay. How are you? I'm good. Thank Well, I'm okay. Uh, thank you for taking my call. Um, so your call tonight is about inflammation, and I feel that I have a lot of it. Uh, I have CPTSD, and I'm stuck in the chronic fight or flight, so my body is always... Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Back up. Yeah. C-P-S-T-M-O-U-S-E. What is it? CPTSD, Chronic Post-Traumatic Stress Disorder. A lot of sex abuse, bad childhood. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay. I thought okay. all post-traumatic stress abuse, oh, wait a I thought acute stress disorder is less than six months. PTSD is greater than six months, so therefore, by definition, it has to be chronic. chronic. Why would they... Chronic. What? No, 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 no. This is my point. Okay. By yes. definition, PTSD, you don't have to see put a C in front of it. There's a reason why I'm saying this. 
PTSD, by its definition, unless somebody changed something, PTSD, by its definition, is chronic because the kind of stress disorder that isn't chronic is acute stress disorder. Once it becomes chronic, it is PTSD. There's nothing more chronic than PTSD. Did someone tell you there was? Uh, yeah, I, I was diagnosed by my therapist with uh, com it's complex. So basically a, an extended period of time. Um, it, I was told that it represents, you know, somebody who is in an abusive relationship, you know, for an extended period of time um, is, has CPTSD. So it was a label I was given. Okay. I've never heard of it before, but that's okay. There's lots of things I haven't heard before. Um, the first yeah, thing I see okay. when I look at... That's okay. Well, first thing I see when I look at you is a family. Families are supposed to make us feel safe and secure and give us a sense of belonging. On the other hand, I want you, Chris, to draw seven circles, one above the other, and label it one through seven, those circles, one through seven from the bottom up. Okay? Done. And whenever we have something that feels like a forever illness, it's seventh center, purpose in life, why am I here? So we'll just go to the worst illness that used to, we used to think, which was Lou Gehrig's disease. If you had a diagnosis like Lou Gehrig's disease, people thought it was universally fatal this I said used to, and that you live six months, okay? There's a reason why I'm saying this to you, Chris. Mm -hmm. Then a lady named Evie McDonald did a study, and she found out that there was a subset of people who got this universally fatal disorder that actually lived longer and had less disability. Less disability. Think about that. This was an illness that causes these proteins to be deposited in parts of your central nerve system so much that you end up choking to death and that you can't move and you'll essentially choke. And she found out that despite this deposition of these proteins, that if they had a strong purpose in life, they ended up having less disability and living longer. And this was so effective that it actually changed the whole field of neurology to the point where they started diagnosing people with separate types of, you got to love this, types of Lou Gehrig's disease. Because it had to be that the people who didn't get better had to have something different. Rather than think that you could alter the course of your illness by doing something different. Mm -hmm. So why do I bring that up? Because PTSD as we know it is chronic activation of the cortisol and epinephrine which changes the white matter pathways in our brain. We used to call this 
And why am I saying this rather than just reading your body? I'll tell you why. We used to call it shell shock in World War One. We used mm-hmm. to just say that these people came back and they shook and their problems with memory and uh, relationships and so on and so on after they saw all these terrible things. But now we call it shell shock because we realize that the blast injuries actually literally change their white matter pathways. And now when people come back from war, we realize that the bombs that go off near them literally alter the pathways in their brain again, change the white matter pathways. But now we know that people who have chronic stress growing up and even later in life, the cortisol and epinephrine changes the white matter pathways in their hippocampus. Not to mention the cardiovascular disease and increasing their chance toward inflammation. So I submit to you, people who are yelling at you, saying terrible things, abusing you. It causes shell shock, as if a bomb went off near you. Mm-hmm. And they cause a similar inflammatory response in your brain and body. We know this. Mm-hmm. It may increase your chance for heart disease, dementia, and a variety of other illnesses that have an inflammatory component that are, in essence, may take longer to kill you than ALS, but lessen the expanse of your life. My point is, ultimately, the thing that can change your prognosis is not knowing why it happened. Ultimately, we know something happened in the war. Some bomb went off. We don't know what kind of bomb. We don't need to know what kind of bomb. We know that something happened. But we have to find a way of remediating through plasticity, rewiring the brain around it. There is a book called The Brain That Changes Itself. And of course, we know that when the brain changes, the body changes. The Brain That Changes Itself is a book by Dwaj, D-O-I-D-G-E. We know you've had trauma. We know you've had severe trauma. But plasticity can rewire your brain around it. By having a purpose in life, that will improve you. Good luck. When we come back, we're going to talk about how you can lessen the inflammation in your life and body. You're listening to Healthy Living Intuitively with Dr. Mona Lisa. Thanks for joining us. This is Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Welcome back to Healthy Living Intuitively with Dr. Mona Lisa. So we're back 
And we're talking about inflammation. Let's go to Bruce. We will go to Bruce. Line Hi, this is Bruce. Hi, Bruce. How are you? How can I be of help? Well, I am struggling. I have had rashes pretty much all over my body for the last three and a half years. Okay, Bruce, let me tell you something. Yes. We're going to try to hit as much inflammation as we can now. The first thing I see is you're always the kind of person that when you see a problem, you like to move to its solution, and you don't really want to, you don't like conflict. You really don't. However, you like to solve the problem. There's someone near you who's not the easiest person to get along with. And they're irritable underneath the surface and depressed and unhappy. And it's about little things get on their nerves. Things the next door, um, the car, little things. It's not specifically those things, but it's a lot of little things get on their nerves. And no matter what you do or anybody does, they're not happy. You absorb that irritation. And it sets you on edge. They have an anger in them and you get anxious. It's what I call the anger-anxiety bypass procedure. And the problem is, is that form of intuition, believe it or not, that anxiety can make your bowel porous or sensitive. It can make inflammatory mediators leak into your blood. And that can make your blood sticky. Who in your environment is a little irritable? It would be the mother of my daughter. I love the way you say that. The mother of your daughter used to be your wife or is your wife? We were never married, but we were a couple. Okay, but how we're, many years? We're no longer a couple. How many years were you a couple? Uh, probably four years, three, three to four years. How long ago? Um, it's been probably seven, eight, probably eight years. Do you still have contact? Do you still have contact? Oh, yes, yes. How come? Because of my daughter. How old is your daughter? You're 69. I know. I'm an old dad. She's 12. Oh, God. (laughs) Pick, 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 pick. Pick, 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 pick. I know someone who said that, oh, that makes sense. She said that to be in a relationship with this person, it was like, picking a scab and that's like your skin that they always uh-huh. no matter what it is they keep opening up the um the cut picking at the scab pick 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 i look at your head i see a dull pressure in your head i wonder if your body has trouble balancing blood pressure I wonder if people in your family have problems with flexibility of their small arteries in their head. 
I look at your neck, I look at your thyroid. Once again, I see stiff, small arteries. I see asymmetry in your shoulders. One seems higher and the other seems lower. I can't figure out if that's something you did for a living. You used to play an instrument. There's something about your shoulders. I've, I've had injuries to both shoulders. I've had rotator cuff surgery on the right one and uh, third degree separation of the AC joint in the left one. I look at your left lung, right lung, left breast, right breast, esophagus, stomach, liver, gallbladder, colon, and rectal areas. I, I wonder if you have trouble balancing pressure in your blood. I wonder if that runs in your family. Blood pressure in your blood vessels. And you may not be aware. Wait a minute. You may not be aware of it. But I wonder if it runs in your family. I look at your left kidney, right kidney, bladder. I look at your prostate. I wonder if you have problems completely urinating more than you used to. I look at the joints in your hands, wrists, elbows, shoulders, hips, knees, and ankles. I wonder if you have problems with the second knuckle and your second finger or your right hand. I'll look at your neck, upper back, lower back, and sacral areas. I see lateral curvature in your thoracic spine. Can you please tell me your health concerns? My health concern? Yes. You have rashes. Yeah, rashes are my biggest health concern. Let me ask you a question. What were the heart problems that run in your family? Did people in your family have heart problems? Uh, my mother had uh, arrhythmia, and then she had congenital heart disease for a while, but she lived till she was 91. Congestive heart uh, disease. Congestive congest- heart problems. Con- congestive heart disease, yes. And how about your father? He died at 79. His heart was pretty strong, I believe. He died from emphysema, and then he went into a coma because of problems in the hospital. You have to be careful of your heart, though you're not aware of it. Um, first of all, you need to go to a heart a doctor and get a stress test. I just went to a heart doctor uh, over the summer, I wore a heart monitor for a month. He said I was perfectly normal. Why did I you have wear a right, what? You have a what? Right what? A right bundle branch block, but also a posterior. Uh, there's another block. There were two blocks. You're and fine, the, but you have the, two. Wait, not wait, not You're fine, but you have two heart blocks. Well, the right bundle branch block I've had for thir- over 30 years, that I, or almost 30 years that I know. How about the, the one other in the one? Back? Go ahead. The posterior one, I just, the nurse, when I had the blue last February, noticed that she, it didn't sound right. So she sent me to the cardiologist. He said, he checked me out, gave me the EKG. I had a few key EKGs. Then he said, just to be safe, I'm going to ha- put you on a heart monitor for a month. And okay. it came back okay. totally I normal. 
I understand that. However, little kids, little problems, big kids, big problems. Half of that kid's genes are from her, A, milkman, B, Sophia Loren, or C, her mother. What's the right answer? Her mother. That's right. It's not Sophia Loren. I was waiting for you to say Sophia Loren. So, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Fourth center is heart. I don't care what they say. You have a thin skin. You pick up people's emotions and you carry them and tuck them on your skin. However, you have to go to an acupuncturist and Chinese herbalist because that in Chinese medicine is heart fire. Are you following me? And it has inflammatory mediators. Consider coenzyme Q10, 400 to 600 milligrams a day. And then... Q10? But then go to someone who knows mindfulness and a kind of cognitive therapy that can help you handle the mother with a kid. Right. Because you're all heart. And it hurts it to handle her. Okay? Okay. You're a peach. Take it easy. Thank you. You take it easy. Thank you. We'll go to line four. Dawn, I'm Dr. Mona Lisa. How can I be of help? Hi, this is Dawn. How can Um, I be of help? Thank you so much for calling. Yeah, thanks for uh, the show so far. I just so by chance. Okay. Thank you for the show so far. That means I can bomb in a minute. <laughs> um, no, never. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You, you I'm kidding. <laughs> this is the um, way you said so far. Go ahead. Um, I currently people... have migraines, and they're right-sided. Once again, you threw a curveball. I apparently, I listened very close. Dawn, you're very smart. I am. I'm very calculated. <laughs> wow, you did um, it again, Dawn. I'm very smart. Yeah. I'm very calculated. That's a funny phrase. First thing I see is your intellect is not well used. You try to say things to people, but it's like hitting a tennis ball against a mattress. It doesn't go anywhere. So you feel alone. Mm-hmm. You feel real alone. Like someone from NASA goes and plays in romper room. I see that someone near you is depressed and apathetic. So you have nobody to play with and you feel like you're alone. You want this person to be happy you run in lots of different directions but you can't make them happy and you don't have anybody to play with or talk with and it's not a good place to be and it creates frustration depression at first you saw this person and all their potential and now you realize they're not using it in Chinese medicine This injures her liver meridian because it's frustration. It gets worse when you get to midlife because you can't hide your frustration. 
Who do you live with? My wife, Cynthia. What does Cynthia do? She works as an executive administrator for guardrails, or like a, um, people who install guardrails and what on do the you highway. Do? I'm a certified advanced rolfer. Cynthia, were you born? Um, Cynthia, I'm talking to the wrong person. Dawn, <laughs> were you born? Um, were you born? Were you bored in school? Uh, in which school? At, at the Ralph Institute, I wasn't bored. In, in Ralph, in another school. In uh, traditional schooling, uh, yeah. How far did you go? How how far was I bored for? Or how how, long how far I did you go in school, regular school? Oh, I uh, graduated from college with a degree in psychology. It's a, a bachelor's. And then I went through the Rolf Institute and have my advanced training complete. So I've been Rolfing for about 15 years. How many years did you do Rolfing Institute? Uh, that was, it's condensed. So there are units, six to eight week units um, intensive. So it was like a month, like, Three or so, four months or five. I don't Dawn, know. It's less than a year question. total. Dawn, let me ask yeah. you a question. Are there lots of things that you're interested in that you can't yeah. talk to your partner about? She's a nice person. You, you don't yeah. have a relationship problem. Right. You're bored. You have a, um, you're not, you don't have someone to play with intellectually. Right. I agree. I look at your head. I see this by both sides of your head hurt behind your eyes. Mm -hmm. It's an achy feeling. It's not a muscle outside your head. It's behind both eyes. I look at your esophagus, stomach, liver, gallbladder. Colon and rectal areas. Doing things that you love make it better. Exercising in air makes it better. During changes in hormones, it gets worse. It's getting worse with less progesterone and excess estrogen. It feels neurological. I can't figure out if it runs in the family but there's always been something different about your brain. I can't figure out if you've been prone to mystical experiences, highly intuitive states, but there's somebody else in your family who has some kind of mystical or intuitive ability. Dawn, does somebody else have a problem with their brain in your family? 
Um, if I was to guess, I think it would be my mom. What's different about her brain? Well, uh, I don't know if there's ever been any kind of diagnosis, but she's like, she's extremely smart. She's a thinker, a Gemini, and um, she has like chronic neurologic or just like pain in her shoulders, pain in her neck. And there's, and I just feel like it's something neurological, but I, it's never been um, completely diagnosed or looked at. Does she get and headaches? And she's also mystical, empathic as well. So, is she eccentric? Um, I would, I would say so. I don't know if I completely understand the term of the, what that means, but. She's definitely different. She's different. She's like, yeah, she's different. Um, I'm like her biggest fan. But you're different. So, yes, I'm different. Like, um, yeah. Do you stare into space? I can. Yes. Do your eyes play tricks on you? Um, yeah. I feel like I can see through dimensions. Um, I don't know. I have weird experiences. Your problems are there's something different about your brain. And the pressure in your head may indicate that. Have you ever um, stared in the space and then fallen or fallen asleep? No. Let me explain what you should do. I would. Does this get worse with your hormones? Yes. Have you had lumpiness in your breasts? Um, some calcifications have been spotted. Okay. Yes. The reason why I say this is that it may. Somebody might say to you that you could consider taking bioidentical progesterone. That that may make it feel better, but that concerns me. Because bioidentical progesterone from your adrenal gland and your ovaries get converted to estrogen. And that can make those calcifications become not good. Mm -hmm. Follow what I'm saying to you. Okay. Let me repeat it. The bioidentical progesterone gets converted to estrogen, both in your ovaries and your adrenal gland. That can help with your headache. But then you get this estrogen, and that can make the calcifications in your breast become something that's not good. Right. Do you get what I mean by something that's not good? Yes, I do. Good. I'm being broadly direct. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So you wouldn't want to do that, right? Right. You'd be very careful. So you'd want to do something that doesn't cause probably something bad. So... If this gets worse, you'll want to go to a neurologist and have them check it out, okay? And you might want to consider um, also going, whatever the neurologist says, following up on that, but also considering going to an acupuncturist as well. Yeah, I do acupuncture. Do, doing a NERB for liver wind. 
they'll tell you what that is, whether it's gastrodia or tian ma wan, something like that. But don't put anything in your mouth unless the neurologist says it's okay. Right. Okay? Okay. The other thing is, sometimes if it gets really bad, with people on usual brains, mood stabilizers or anticonvulsants can help this kind of problem. Okay, I can hear you writing things down. You're going, is that right? Yep. Mm-hmm. So, however, taking things like, but take magnesium and calcium. Don't take one without the other. You're more likely to get osteoporosis. You're going to have to mm-hmm. get people in your life who educate you and you educate them. You have to have the sixth center. It has to do with expanding your mind. Because you're not able to share that. Your partner is good, but she's a little depressed. And that's okay. That's just that way. You need a bunch of buddies that you throw around information. Do you get it? Yep. Because Rolfing is not enough for you. No. I'm not saying it's good enough, but I'm just saying it's not enough. Because you have a mercurial mind. And it's like you have Saturn, which is structure, and that's laughing, but you need Jupiter, which is expansion. Did you get that? I hear you going, writing that down. Yeah, I'm like disagreeing. I'm going, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Okay, so you need to do a lot of that. I went to a Clodendera, senior reposal, because you used to have a brain problem. I used to have a brain problem, but I used to fall asleep all the time. They're really seizures. Anyway, he'd go to him and um, he'd shake a uh, crucifix at the ceiling and he'd scream in Portuguese. And then about 20 minutes later, he comes up for breath. Everybody goes to see him. You know, they have all kinds of problems. Mm-hmm. And he says, uh, Biani says, I have, um, he says, I have eyes like God. I can see any people's lives. And I'm like, this was years ago. I said, I do not, blah, blah, blah. And then I asked him what's wrong with me. And he said, my brain freezes, then thaws, freezes, then thaws, which is what happened. My brain would freeze. I'd stare into space and then I'd fall asleep. And then I'd say, why is this happening? And he said, because you have this gift. And when you learn how to use this gift, your body will get better. Are you following me? Yeah. Your head at midlife, you need to give birth to this new gift. And when you do, it gives it gives off the heat, the steam. But it doesn't mean you don't also treat the physical. Do you get it? Right. Whether it's the guy with the heart and the skin, the poor person for it. But it's definitely true of the first woman with the chronic PTSD. Are you following me? Yeah. And I bow to her. She was correct, incidentally. I say it in front of everybody. <laughs> they do now call it chronic PTSD, which is remarkable. Because for my board exam, it wasn't. It was just acute stress disorder for six months and then PTSD. Now they actually can, you can actually say PTSD and chronic PTSD. I have no idea why they say that. So she was correct and I was wrong. See that? You say you're wrong and you learn something. You right. have to learn stuff. You follow me? Yeah. And like Senior Raposo says, when you start to use your ability, you get better. And then when you don't, you start getting worse again. It's like that game in the pool, Marco Polo. <laughs> yep. When you, you when you get when you start getting closer to it, 
the right way, you get just a little bit better. When you get far, farther away from what you're supposed to do, you get sicker. And that's true of all of us. That our health problems, inflammation, lets us know when we're getting farther away from what we're supposed to do. And it's a balancing act. In Chinese medicine, qi, or potential, or fire, jing, is supposed to, body fire, heart, passion, is supposed to constantly move. When qi gets stuck, we have pain. And you don't want qi to get stuck. Your brain, heart, and when it doesn't move, it's not good. Fire happens. Are you following me? And that is inflammation. Yeah, and I'm a Leo, so I have lots of fire. Right. I don't want to even talk about fire. Everything catches on fire with me. It's just a mess. <laughs> in fact, the last week with the Facebook Live, the whole thing was to hell in the handbasket. I still don't understand what the hell goes on here. And neither does anybody. In fact, when they go to put stuff in the wall, every, the men come here and they go, I don't understand your house. I think it was hit by a meteor. <laughs> they can't find the studs. They think it's poltergeist. He says studs keep moving around. It's like, um, you know, <laughs> Harry Potter. You know when the the, the stairs keep moving? He mm-hmm. finally finds a stud to put the nail in the wall, and then he uses a stud finder, and it moves. He gets really, I'm not kidding you. The guy, he threw it on the floor, and he goes, I don't understand. I don't understand. Something wrong with your house, lady. <laughs> this is a guy who looks normal. <laughs> I can understand if it was me that did it, but he, he, you know. Anyway, do you understand? Yes, I, yeah, I get it. You take it easy. Good luck with the head. All right. Thank I you. I want to thank you for welcoming to your day. You've been listening to Healthy Living Intuitively with Dr. Mona Lisa. Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Are you looking for help on your path to healing? I'm Lisa Campion. I'm a psychic, Reiki master, teacher, and energy healer. On my podcast, The Miracle of Healing, I'm going to help you on your healing path. Listen to conversations with leading teachers in energy medicine, quantum healing, and people who have recovered from loss and illness. Whether it's to take care of your own healing or to help other people, this is the podcast for you right here on mindbodyspirit.fm.